Are you guys playing? Or no? no Do no, you want to no. play? <laughs> Are you ready to play? Are you crazy? Excuse me? Go away! I'm not doing get it, out no. my face. Scream, get my Glock! Let's do this. One month down. <sighs> Eleven more to go. <laughs> well, honestly, I'm very excited. This episode comes out of February. It is not February right now. But February is the perfect month. Because the first is on a Monday. The seventh is on a Sunday. Exactly one week and it's continue on from that point on. So, like, if you, anybody looks at the calendar, it is perfectly squared. Okay, are there any federal holidays in February? Uh, besides Valentine's Day, there's President's Day. Okay, then it's a good month for me. Because then I got a day <laughs> off from work. Oh! <laughs> and that's why I said federal uh, holidays. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm glad. I don't, call, I don't call Valentine's Day a federal holiday because nothing's closed. I just call that yeah, a commercial yeah. holiday because it's all just commercial. It's just to buy teddy bears Ooh. and chocolate. Well, actually, like, our friend group hangs out on Sundays. So I think I might actually put more effort to hang out with everybody on that Sunday. Because it's... Oh, Valentine's Day is on a Sunday? Yeah! Ah. Yeah! It's on a Sunday! Our friend group hangs out on Sundays. Um, and Valentine's Day falls on a Sunday. So I decided to... You'll know, anyway. And by the time this episode... Nah, you'll know. I'm gonna bring a box of Ferrero Rocher's. And I'm gonna eat half of them. By all means. For, <laughs> I'm gonna bring, like... Because I already see sales going on. Yes. So I wanna buy a, a bunch of them before and, like split it like by three Ferrero Rochers and we can all take as many as we want because one box is completely mine because I'm obsessed with Ferrero Rochers. They're like my favorite top five favorite candies. They deserve it. Oh absolutely. They're just so crunchy and they're not thick like chocolate. Like they're very like because it's hazelnut mm -hmm. and then like and the wafer. Wa yes, yes the wafer. The wafer. That crunch is just so good. Damn. I don't know who made that, but bless you. Oh, absolutely. Ah, oh, I love Ferrero Rocher's. I got one for Christmas. Half of it's like, actually, I only have two pieces left by it. Only because they were hiding under like the other bunches of snacks that we have. Mm. I found them, little fuckers. I'm like, <laughs> eat them. You should have ate with a fork and a knife. <laughs> yes. Like, oh. savor the meal. Mm, oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but I'm um, definitely going to buy some for Valentine's Day, so. But, okay, we're going to go to your episode because I'm very excited about this. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. Ready? Ready? Ooh. Today's episode was supposed to be the Grand Gormar ritual. Unfortunately, when I was doing the research, there is no such thing as a Grand Gormar ritual. It is just research on the book itself. It's history, it's origin, blah, 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 blah. So, to surprise my darling Sass, we're going to be talking about something completely different and a little bit more exciting. Okay. So, if you would open your thingy up and start reading, please. <clears throat> I want to introduce something that we haven't discussed in a while on the show, and it's the lovely country of Japan. It has been a while. It has been a while. I mean, it used to be so current. Yeah, it was so consistent. <laughs> they practically made up a large portion of our rituals, but today we will be talking about an urban legend, and it's Kuchisake Onna. Also known as Slit Mouthed Woman. I love this. Yes, it is the Slit Mouthed Woman of Japan. I love that. I love this legend. Let's do it. Yes. Ah! It is a malevolent figure in Japanese urban legends and folklore. She partially covers her face with a mask or other items and carries some sort of sharp object. She has been described as a contemporary yokai 
which is a class of supernatural monsters and spirits in Japanese folklore. Yeah. According to popular legend, she asks potential victims if they think she's attractive. If they respond with no, she will kill them with her weapon. Fair. If they say yes, she will reveal that the corners of her mouth are slit from ear to ear, and she will then repeat her question. If you, if they say no again, she will kill them with her weapon. Fair. If they say yes, she will cut the corners of their mouth in a way that resembles her own. Yeah. So Still fair? Mm. I mean, you complimented her, but she's going to cut you up anyway. To be fair, though, uh-huh. there are women like that in the world. Yeah, you ain't got to make me look like you, though. No, <laughs> there are there. Methods can be used to survive an encounter with Kuche Sakeona include answering her question by describing her appearance as average. I mean, you could still get cut for that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'd rather take, uh, you're all right, then mm, you're very unattractive, you're ugly, oh, hell no, and like so on okay, forth. True, true. So you could describe her as average, or you could distract her with money or hard candies, particularly the kind of candy known as beko ame, made of caramelized sugar. Uh, honestly, yeah, that might work on That doesn't work on me. That might work on screams. Completely works on me. You gotta give me the money. Absolutely. You throw money. Yeah. It has to be bills, though. Yeah, if bills. you throw coins at me, I will slit your mouth open. Yeah. I don't want candies. Just give me the money. I, I'll take candy. Depends on like how I feel. If I feel like, mm, you know what? I kind of feel like a piece of candy today. If they give you money, you can buy your own candy and still have change left over. See, I love the stab of your jab. Love it. I know. Love, love it. You can buy candy and get more. The jab of your stab? Did I say it right the first time? The cut of your jib? There it is. (laughs) Did you say the stab of your jab? Yes, drink your water. You're dehydrated. Now, some interesting information. It's common to know that spirits of the dead who were killed in particularly violent manners often don't rest well. No shit. The Kuche Sake Ona is thought to be one such woman. However, during the Edo period, a large number of Kuche Sake Ona attacks were blamed on shape-shifting Kitsuone playing pranks on young men. During the 20th century, the blame began to be placed on ghosts, serial killers, and simple mass hysteria. This resulted in an explosion of Kuchisakaona sightings over Japan. Mm-hmm. Over the years, clever young people claimed to have outsmarted Kuchisakaona by delivering quick, confusing answers or by throwing money or hard candies at them, which we can see pretty often in our Japanese rituals. Yeah, it's like you have they ask you questions and then you have to find a way out of it. Okay, so she's basically throwing a puzzle in your lifeline. <laughs> a very dangerous puzzle. And threatening to cut your face. Practically. Ma'am, we have... That's a fear already over here. <laughs> you ain't gotta be this way. Well, that's Japan for you. We missed you guys. Yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> we, I think we needed this. <laughs> so, according to legend, Kuchi Sakeona was a woman who was mutilated during her life with her mouth being slit from ear to ear. In some versions of the story, Kuchi Sakaona was the wife who always has an affair or the concubine of a samurai during her life. As punishment for her infidelity, her husband sliced the corners of her mouth ear to ear. Other versions of the tale include that her mouth was mutilated during a medical or dental procedure. Another being she was mutilated by a woman who was jealous of her beauty. Man, I believe that. Hating ass bitches. I believe that. Also, one is that her mouth is filled with numerous sharp teeth. After her death, 
The woman returned as a vengeful spirit or or onjuro, which I covered in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. She covers her mouth with a cloth, often described as a surgical mask or in some other stories. She carries a hand fan or a handkerchief. See, people, she's wearing her mask. Oh, my God. You know, I didn't even connect that. <laughs> she, she's wearing her yeah, mask. She's wearing her mask. And she's already dead. Yes. If that's not responsible, I don't know what is. Take note, people. Take note. She also carries a sharp object, as mentioned before, which some have described as being a knife, machete, a scythe, or a large pair of scissors. While this original tale of her being unfaithful is clearly a cautionary story to remain faithful, which is kind of sus, because I'm going to get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. It's sus, but I'm going to get to that in a second. The story takes a creepy turn when the ghost appeared in Japan in 1970 and in 1979. She was supposedly chasing children. Surprisingly enough, there is some basis for this. In 2007, a coroner found records that in the late 1970s, there was a woman who chased children. She was struck by a car and killed while in the midst of such chase. And she did have a torn mouth similar to the story. This woman was likely to cause the panic in the late 70s. The legend, however, has not died. It resurfaced in the early 2000s and it is still prevalent today, though the means of escape is now telling the ghost you have a previous appointment to attend to, at which point she'll excuse her poor manners and depart. (gasps) The legend has been... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for being so rude. Wow. A murderous, polite ghost. I love it. Love to see it. She was raised right. Hmm. The legend has spread to South Korea where she appears with a blood red face mask. Again, she's wearing her mask though. I Doesn't take matter it. what color word. Imagine a murderous ghost has more manners. Right? More sense. More what's the word? Never mind. Common sense. Yeah, thank wow. you. The story has been used as a basis for a number of manga and novels, as well as a series of J horror films, animes, and video games. The character appears in 1994 animated film Pompoco, produced by Studio Ghibli, and later appears in 1996 live-action short film Kuchisakaona, directed by Teruyoshi Ishii. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. <laughs> okay, you gave me more information about her that I didn't know, so I thank oh, you for really? that. Oh, really? Oh, I'm so happy for that. Yeah, I didn't know she was, um, I didn't know about the whole medical records mm. of the 1970s, a woman chasing kids and yes. then ending up with a torn mouth after she yeah. got hit by a car. That I did not know. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, and as for the sus part, saying that this is a cautionary tale. To be faithful. To keep her faithful. Of course. It, this also so many cautionary tales with legends. It's funny how so many of them are linked to sex. For example, yeah. the one here. Um, there's one here in America, the hooked man, the, or the man with the hook hand for a hook. I've never heard of that one. All right, so this was an old legend. So this is the little folklore. So two teenagers, a boy and a girl, are at Lovers Lane. Mm-hmm. It's like freaking nineteen sixties and fifties and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're in their car. They're alone. They're making out. And love that. Of course, love it. Who doesn't love it? And the cars back then were bigger inside. Oh so, my god! So Can we bring that back? There's room. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times like I've hated like just car interactions. 
Okay, so the story goes, there's different versions, but this is how I heard it. Mm-hmm. And they have the radio playing, but then a broadcast comes over talking about this maniac that's on the loose with a hook, killing people. <laughs> and then, you know, you need to lock your doors and your windows. You need to go inside. The girl hears it. So she gets a little scared, of course. But, you know, the boy's like, what are you talking about? We're safe here. But then she hears something weird outside the oh, car. Oh, hell no. She hears something weird. She's like, no, stop. I want to go. He's like, yo, everything's fine. You know, he still want to get He still want to get it on. <laughs> the meal. But he's Man. like, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. So he goes and leaves the car. He goes check it out. The girl's waiting in the car. Horror movie logic. And she um, falls asleep. Because he's gone for so long, she doesn't realize she falls asleep. And then she wakes up. And then she hears something scraping. I know the top Sorry. of the top of the car. <laughs> and it's daytime by now. Bitch, it's daytime. She didn't realize she fell oh, asleep. Oh, 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 okay. So this happened like okay, okay. Yes. I got you, I got you. Uh-huh. And she hears this scraping from on top of the car. And then so she gets out. She sees her boyfriend hanging by his ankles, and his that's it's his fingers grazing the top of the car as his body oh, is swinging, and he's dead, of course. Yeah. With a hook in him. Uh huh. So the hook man got him, and that's a cautionary tale. And also, one of the endings is a varial various ending, is that the boy agrees. Okay, fine, we'll leave because she's scared, and so they drive off. And then he's dropping her off home. And then when he gets out to go to her side of the car to, you know, be a gentleman, open the door, there's a hook on her handle. So basically the killer was oh, right there. Oh, that's terrifying. So the cautionary tale is basically don't be having sex. <laughs> you're unmarried. You're young. Don't be out there having sex. That's it. I, or, or, a hook, or a hooked killer is going to get you. That's re- so stupid. No, because remember, the boy wanted to keep going and he died. But the girl said, no, we need to stop. And she lived. Oh, okay. how, so you had to say both parts then. Yes, because okay. at the end, because you know the other one, the 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 both various make sense. The first one, when the boy died, remember he said, "Nah, let's keep going." Yeah. She said, "No, stop." She uh-huh. lived and he died. Okay, okay, okay. So that's the cautionary tale. Yeah. He wanted to have sex. He died. Okay. And then the next cautionary tale was the boy agreed with the girl. Okay, let's, let's go. go home. And then neither one of them died, but the killer was almost right there. Oh my god! That first of all, they're both extremely terrifying. They're both fucking stupid. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I, I find only because of the visuals. Then again, you guys gotta know. Remember, I'm a very visual person. This is why I get freaked. Well, the funny so, thing is, I am too, and I saw all this in my head, and I just—it was just funny to me. <laughs> Out of context of like a cautionary tale, dika dika, um, that was that was very creepy to me, mm-hmm. but and also extremely stupid. Yeah, how the fuck is that gonna like stop that? It didn't. People were still getting pregnant back then. <laughs> Teenagers definitely, how maybe about, not as much as now. I but. don't know where the brain cells went. I don't know. Well, I mean, to be fair, they're smoking packs of cigarettes a day and, you know, and probably doing the excessive amount of drugs. But that's a... I'm digressing. Where did the brain cells go that instead of making cautionary tales, we just teach better, safer sex? Well, remember, you know, back then there was no... You could teach safer sex, but they were like, no, you're not supposed to do this until you're married at all. And then you won't have to worry about it. So it's like, that's how it was. Because, you know, even now, people still believe that abstinence is the only oh, way. Oh, mercy. And so, you know, basically, if you tell a kid about sex, they're going to go have it. Like, no. I learned about it at a quite young age because I asked my parents. And they're like, okay, fine. You're old enough. I'm telling you oh, now. I was those kids that learned from cartoons. Okay. See? And look. My, we- my brother's the only one that learned from me what sex was. Because okay, I, 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 I told him. Okay. And you see, we, we ain't go around just acting all wild in high school. 
Yeah, we wasn't all wild in high school. No, I definitely, I definitely was not wild in high school. I yeah. was, I was a good little girl. And then we, you know, and then when we got to that point, we was like, all right, we just got to be safe about the shit. Absolutely, and that's it. But back then, it was like, nope, if you do it, you're gonna die. Well, there's <laughs> word. That was like the stupidest thing that I ever heard too. That's the, with the cautionary, like how this cautionary tale was basically, hey, she cheated on her husband and he killed her. That yeah, I was just like, so you're scaring women into like fidelity. Or they're going to get completely mutilated? Exactly. My whole point is this. If she has to be afraid to be faithful, if she has, yeah. to, be, if she has to be scared into being faithful, maybe there's something wrong with the marriage. There's something wrong. There's a red flag. You guys are saying it's green. It's not. It's red. Somebody's colorblind. Somebody exactly. get that person out of here. Like, how about we have, uh, like, back then, I'm sure we needed this cautionary tale a little bit for men, too, because... And it's the women! You know, I'm not going to go into this because that, that's, that's a whole different segment. We could go hours for this. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. She's okay. I get it. I get why she's mad. Yeah, absolutely. She probably didn't even cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I am against cheating. Um, nobody should be cheated on and nobody should be cheating. But to, to, that's a little too extreme. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these cautionary tales are too extreme. That's why I just laugh at them. Yeah, some of them are so just funny. funny. Me like, yo, y'all really tried to scare people. Are you kidding? There's so many like Hispanic cautionary tales. La Llorona is a cautionary tale for like going kids not to be out at night uh, and for men to not get drunk. Yeah, and like there's a bunch of El Cibon is definitely a cautionary tale. Mm -hmm. We love him though. He's my favorite. Um, he's still very creepy, and I'd probably pass out if I ever saw anything like that. But anyway, um, and like the. There's so many. Like, I even did, like, a whole episode of the ones that, like, if you're drunk outside, you are, like, prone to seeing these fucking spirits out in the middle of the night. Yeah. They're fucky. They're very, very fucky. El cuco. El cuco. They tell their kids that. They tell their kids. Yeah, there's El cuco in the closet. Yo. Yep. I still have a problem with closets. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I still make sure my closet's closed before I go to sleep. If it's open, there's a higher chance I won't sleep that night. Well, I make sure mine is too, but you know, know, some shoes might fall out. So that's why I just don't want to hear. I just don't want to bother getting up to fix it. See, I wish it was that for me. I have a very, actually, I have a fairly big closet in my apartment. Like, mm-hmm. I could walk in and I could change in there. But that's even worse because <laughs> there's so much room in there for things to hide and bump in the night. But they tell it to their kids. Yeah. Because they tired of them badass kids being up in the- <laughs> They tired of them being up in the middle of the night saying, I want some water. You're not thirsty. <laughs> to be fair, it's fine. I probably tell my kids that just so I don't have to deal with them at 3 a.m. Now, I just leave water in a room. Like, you thirsty here. It's right here on the nightstand. You have no reason to leave this room. <laughs> Absolutely none. And especially if you see there's a man in a closet, you best believe I don't want to hear that shit. Just go wait outside. Mm-hmm. I have a little tree house. <laughs> That's funny. Thinking that would be in the house. <laughs> anyway, I'll have, like, something in the backyard that you could just, like, you know, huddle in there. Wait till the- morning. My first thing is, like, man, there's a man in my closet. Like, did he see you? <laughs> Because if he did, he knows where you are and he's coming here. So you just let him to me. <laughs> did, were, were you not tactical about this? Tactical. Baby, you got to have a strategy. Yeah. Cause you're about to get mama killed. You want to make your kids strategic. Like if I die, you die. Oh my God. Two plus two equals four, honey. Like you can't just lead him here to where the weapons are, boo boo. You dead. That's not how it works. Oh my fucking Did God. he see you or did you pretend you were sleepy and say, I got to pee. And then he'll think you're going to the bathroom. Did you did you say no? Okay, guess we both died. <laughs> Jump out the window. Maybe that'd be the best bet for you. I'm about to die. So I love you. Bye. Mwah. <laughs> 
Saz mom. Mom Saz. Sassy mom. Love it. Love it. Can't like, wait to see it. And to make it worse, you standing in my bed and you didn't even close the door on your way in. Oh my god. I already hear his footsteps coming here. Look you, what you did. You ain't even locked the door? Oh my god. Man, I'm about to start telling you cautionary tales if I live through this. Yeah, it's gonna get scared. <laughs> I know them jeans are from your dad because if you got that shit from me, you'd be smarter. I will definitely tell that your jeans were nowhere near that because Saz. I, when I even when I go on one simple little date, she asks me a shit ton of questions. Oh yeah, I'm on description. I want height. Yeah. What's his first name? Last name? Where he from? What's his car look like? Give me a driver's license plate. I'm like, girl, Something. Tinder only tells me so much. <laughs> like, that's I'm sorry. Why, that's why when you walking up to the car, get a sneak peek of his plate and text it to me. So yeah, so if her kid is not as strategic as her, I just know that's all daddy's genes. Oh my god. And you're gonna probably end up in that situation. I'm gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> Get he better genes. If he passed that down in my kid, I'm gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> he better not. <laughs> you're gonna have to teach her anything instead of being a natural born strategic child. They're like, why well, I gotta do all I gotta do all these extra lessons cause your bad genes kicked in. Dad, love it. <laughs> Lucky I like you. You're married to Exactly. <laughs> so he's lucky. I like him. Listen, that's so fun. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed the surprise. Yeah, I did very much. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talking shit about my future kids and spouse was great. Oh, we love doing that. Because <laughs> it's always about like when they fuck up and do creepy shit. Yeah, because they have a tendency. They do have tendency. Even though we don't know them yet. <laughs> we already know. We just know. They just have a feeling. We just know. <laughs> Pre-mother intuition. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, um, love you guys. <laughs> we love you. Just don't be those kids. You guys are not. You guys are our kids. You're smarter. Yes, we care. We do. We do. And lock the door, please. Uh, fuck. And don't look at them. Go by my my breath. My oof. go with my best friend's logic. If you don't see them, they don't see you. Mm -hmm. Pretend like you don't see them. Ooh, you're blind automatically. Like oh shit, I just went blind. As soon as you almost see something, close your eyes like, mm, I'm so sleepy. Ooh, wow. Hey, when did that crack on my wall show up? I like the paint job. Exactly. Like, why my foot itchy? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. That was very loud that's to a, our listeners. A, but that's <laughs> a good one. Like, hmm, I need to go get the cream. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then you good. You love it. <laughs> find ways to just escape the room that you normally would. Oh, my God. Uh, Again, love you guys. Be good. Night, night, darklings. And you can send an email to we don't play podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can also find us on Instagram at we don't play podcast. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at we don't play pod. Yes, and you can listen to us on Castbox, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And Google Play Music. Yes, we are there too. Like and subscribe, review and comment. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com slash we don't play. 